Welcome to the On the Air podcast, a companion to On the Air magazine, a new bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginners and intermediate ham radio licensees. Filling in for Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY, I'm Steve Ford, WB8IMY. Every month, the On the Air podcast extends material found in On the Air magazine to help you learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby has to offer. The On the Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM for the love of ham radio. Welcome to the October 2020 episode. This month we'll focus on the September-October article about the ARRL Learning Network, a new webinar series in which ARRL member volunteers introduce ARRL members to the variety of activities and opportunities Ham Radio offers. One of the creators of this series, ARRL Lifelong Learning Manager Chris Bickle, K1BIC, is here to give us more details. Let's get started. Well, good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, Steve. Tell me all about the ARRL Learning Network. I know it's been going on for, well, a few months now, really, hasn't it? Yes, it has. We started over the summer in part due to the the health crisis with people at home and looking for things to do, but more strategically because of ARL's desire to do more digital content. This is a great way to do that. It's a initiative of members and it's a webinar series featuring live presentations from member volunteers who want to help other hams become active involved and engaged now right there you said member volunteer can you define what that means sure rather than being a staff generated initiative we're there to to help do the recording set things up but the presenters are members who volunteer their time and volunteer their expertise, things that they're interested in, things that they have experience in, and they want to share with others. Even if you've been a ham for a very long time, there's still new things you can learn and new ways to become involved. So they're sort of like subject matter experts, but not paid. Correct. These are people who are lending their own time. Most of them are experienced as presenters. Many of them have presented a similar topic to the one that they present to the Learning Network. We help them fine-tune it so that it's interesting and appropriate for our range of members. And they do their thing, and so far it's been excellent. Now, these seminars, are they only for ARRL members? The seminars are for members. It's a member initiative. However, that doesn't mean an individual or a club couldn't use the recordings to do recruiting or training or just to show people what's possible and help them connect with people that are out there. So it is for ARRL members, and is that free to members? Does it cost anything extra? It does not cost anything. It's free with membership, so it's a nice member benefit. You do need to register to get access to the session. That's part of the software to actually get into it. And same with the recordings so that we can see who's been watching it. Being brand new, we want to work with some metrics and do some testing to see how many people and what what kind of interest there is. So again, no cost. You just need to register. Have you had a number of people uh, attending these seminars? if attendance is the right word for it. Yeah, the participation has been anywhere from 50 to 
over 200, depending on the topic and depending on the time of day. Being that this is new, we're still still fine-tuning the time slots that we use and the days that it's offered, but the interest has been beyond what our expectations were. So from that perspective, we're very, very happy, and the feedback has been really, really positive from the participants. What sort of topics do the seminars cover? Well, we're using three general categories. We have personal communication, emergency communications, and electronic excuse me, electronics and technology. So those are the three main categories. And within those categories, the the range of topics can be pretty broad. Now, why were those particular categories chosen that you just mentioned? Well, a few years ago, ARRL did some research on the membership and those who weren't members to see what kind of topics people were interested in, what reasons people gave for getting their license so that we could do more data-driven decisions about content and offerings. And what it showed was that those were the three areas of interest. Communications is obvious. That's what radio is all about. And there's a lot of technology, and, and there's those who focus on the technology and building and tinkering. And then who doesn't want to help during a disaster and emergency? So that's also a very popular topic. Oh, absolutely. What makes the learning network beginner-friendly, in your opinion? The range of topics. And most people seem to get into the hobby for a particular reason. They they like technology. They like seeing what's inside the box and soldering and making connections and troubleshooting or the emergency communications part. They're helping out with races or public service or during natural disasters. So this is a very easy way to to learn about other topics and to see what's out there. It's not meant to be like hours of detailed training. That would be something different. This is more informational, instructional, just learning about different topics out there. So perfect either for a beginner, somebody who doesn't know the other areas of ham radio that they're not involved in, It's also great for those who have been in it for a long time and just want to increase their knowledge, expand their reach, learn about different topics, and there's not a huge time commitment involved. Not to put you on the spot, but just off the top of your head, can you think of any particular webinars that would be suitable for a beginner audience that, uh, you know, are on the air audience? Sure. We just had one, I think it was last week, and it was called Kit Building Techniques for Success. That's something that everybody from a beginner to a, a long-time ham can learn about. The kits are a great way to get started. We use those at our Teachers Institute to train the trainer, in a sense, where we train our teachers how to do kits that they can bring back to the classroom. People can do those at home. They can do them at a club. Great topic for getting started. Okay, now putting uh, the listener in the place of somebody who is uh, going to come in and participate in one of these webinars, how does it work? What, what do they have to do and what happens? First thing they have to do is go to our webpage. You can either go to the homepage at awrl.org and click on webinars, or you can go to the search box and click type in learning network, and then you'll see a list of topics. With each topic, there's a link to register now. Type in your name, email, and call sign, and you'll get an email with instructions. It's pretty 
basic, easy technology. We do have a link to test out your system ahead of time so that you can make sure there's no technical issues ahead of time. Very user-friendly software, very user-friendly process to get in. And then at the day of the session, you click on the link to get started and you join the fun. And are you listening to a speaker and seeing, for example, a PowerPoint presentation? Is it something like that? Yes, it's exactly like that. It's a speaker with a PowerPoint who's showing you slides and telling you more than just what's on the slide. So it's very engaging. And when the session is over, there's also a Q&A session and most of the speakers turn on their webcam so you can actually see them. You can see their their shack, you can see their, you know, wherever they're they're broadcasting from. So it makes it very personal. But the PowerPoint is the is the the foundation for the presentation. Now, how do you handle the Q and A's? How does somebody uh, submit a question and get it answered? Well, the software has a little question box, and during the session and before the session, I'll type into the box and let everybody know, hey, this is the place to ask questions. And for the first 30 minutes, that's the presentation. And people can type in questions at any time. And then at the end of approximately 30 minutes, we go to the 15-minute Q&A session. And I'll read off the questions, or whoever's moderating will read off the questions, and the presenter will answer. Sometimes the questions lead to more questions. So very easy to ask. And we get to as many as we can in the time period. I was going to say, don't you get overwhelmed with questions? No, usually there's a good amount of questions for the time and they're usually very appropriate and and well timed with the with the type of presentation and the presenters love answering the questions. I think they like answering the questions better than doing the presentation because it really gives them a chance to to help out the other members. And we get to most of them during the the session. And after the session, if we don't, the presenter has their email up on the screen and the participants are welcome to reach out to the presenter and dig a little bit deeper. Oh, that's great. Are there also uh, perhaps links, if it's appropriate, to download printed materials, something like that? Yep. And also, if the presenter has a website or a Google Drive with, with documents, we'll send that link out. Oftentimes, the presenters have their own personal website or a section of their club website where they have these presentations and and similar ones and other materials. So we we try to provide as many resources for the participants as we can. Now, this podcast, Chris, is going to air on October the 8th. Uh, With that date in mind, can you give me some idea of what is actually coming up around that date? Sure. Right before that, so the the listeners won't see it, but they're able to access the recording because we record all the sessions, except in those cases where sometimes technology gets in the way and, and it doesn't work. But the sessions are recorded, and the one on October 6th is Grounding and Bonding for Home HF Stations by well-known author Ward Silver and Zero AX. And then on October 15th is Welcome to the World of Arduino, presented by another author, Glenn Popeil. KW5GP. That's on October 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's an introduction to the world of micro microcontrollers and open source hardware and software. Another great session for beginners. Something I should have asked earlier was, how long does a typical webinar last? Is there a specific 
oh, how can I put it, a specific time frame for these things that they must end at 30 minutes, for example, something like that? Yep, we do stick to a 30-minute time limit for the presentation, and then there's a 15-minute Q&A. It could go a few minutes before or after 30 minutes, and same with the Q&A, but we try to stick to the 45-minute time frame. We've gotten a lot of great feedback that we're not keeping people on the air for, for hours and just having people read PowerPoints to excess. So that 45-minute time frame has been very popular, very successful. And you can do it during your lunch hour. You can do it during a break. And same with the recording. Sometimes if you have a long recording, it's hard to focus. If somebody who's listening to the podcast, Chris, wants to create a webinar for the Learning Network, how do they go about that? Sure. If you go to our Learning Network page, again, it's awrl.org and click on webinars or type in Learning Network into the search box, you'll come to our Learning Network page, which has a schedule of upcoming webinars, links to recordings of past webinars, and it also has a link on the page for call for speakers. So if somebody has a topic they've presented in the past or an area of interest that they may not have presented on but want to do a presentation, we'd love to hear from them. We we review these submissions a couple times a month. We just did a review, and we're going to be adding more sessions to the webpage very shortly, hopefully by the time people are listening to this. And we welcome all types of ideas. The more interesting the story, the more likely it's going to get accepted and the more people are going to watch. But we certainly welcome any types of presentations that our members have to offer. You're doing great work. Thanks. This has been one of the, the more fun projects that I've worked on because it's something that's that's out there from other associations. And we're excited to be able to offer this now. It's The timing's great. Timing's always great for webinars, but especially where the world is right now. So the, the feedback has been positive. The participation, like I said earlier, has been beyond interest. And we're just excited that this is just at the ground level right now and, and hoping that it becomes a long-term, very popular offering for our members. I imagine it will, Chris. Thank you. You are welcome, Steve. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, which took a deeper dive into the material from the September-October 2020 issue of On the Air magazine. We'll be back in November to look at material from the upcoming November-December issue. In the meantime, feel free to send comments about On the Air to ota at arrl.org. Read our blog at arrl.org forward slash ota hyphen blog or learn more about ARRL membership at ARRL.org. Until next time, I'm Steve Ford, WB8IMY, 73.